This is Unleashing Leadership, and I'm your host, Travis Moss, and welcome to How to Incentivize Inspiration. In our last episode, we ended with some statements about inspiring people, and I mentioned that if you are successfully breaking the status quo, but still cannot inspire people around you, that you might have to leave some people behind. You have to have the courage to leave some people behind. And this is a good solution, but it shouldn't be the easy solution. In an earlier season, we discussed the three questions we need to ask ourselves. Is this a, and this is specific when I'm dealing with individuals, is this a systems or processes issue? Is this a training or education issue? Or is this a people issue? And I have to methodically answer these questions before I can decide to move forward from somebody. If I'm in a situation where I'm having difficulty inspiring people, I need to first look at, am I doing everything that I can? Have I created or am I contributing everything I can to the environment that I and my people are in? Simon actually says this. We need to, quote, rethink how we create an environment where our people can work at at their natural best. And so this is also where courage comes in. You have to have courage to walk away, but sometimes you have to have courage to stay in the fire too. You have to have courage to look at yourself. You have to have courage to say, what have I done? Have I done what I should be doing? Am I walking away because that's the easy thing to do? I need to walk away when I've exhausted, when I know for certain it's not the systems and the process, it's not the training and education. It's the person that doesn't want to move forward. They're not willing to accept the training and education. They're not willing to follow the systems and process. Okay, now I can move forward. But until I know that, until I can say, look, I created and worked on and helped establish and was a part of making sure those systems and processes were there and that people got coaching and they got things explained to them, until you can say, I did that, you can't, you should not move on. That's the easy street. You got to have the courage to stay in the situation, to slow yourself down, to admit vulnerability, to help people actually follow you along on your path. Then if they can't, then yes, you have the courage and you move forward. But if we get the environment right, then we give our people the space and support they need to feel like they matter. And when they feel like they matter, they're going to be much more willing to be inspired. Creating this environment has to be done, though, um, over time. It's a very deliberate thing that you have to do. It's hard. I think 80% is systems, processes, education, and training, and only 20% is people. And the reason being, it's the structure around the people. You can bring great people in. You don't provide great structure. You're going to lose great people. So we got to make sure we have that structure and the education, all those parts there. We're working on them. We're building them. This is the reason why businesses get this wrong so often. It's because most of the time, the emphasis is just put on money. I'll bring in great people. We'll make money. So we emphasize the money. Then we talk about our people. <clears throat> then we um, maybe work on systems and processes. And then we talk about education and training. And so most of our problems lie here in business. All of our people are just thinking about money. And to be inspired though, which is another way of say, like 
saying that you are filled with confidence and desire. That's really what inspiration means. To be inspired has nothing actually to do with money. We don't get inspired by money. We get inspired by action. We might get inspired by what you do with the money, but that's your action. It's your virtue that we're being inspired by. So back to season one, Team of Teams, we did an entire episode on incentives. And we talked about being very thoughtful on how or what we incentivize because whatever you create a reward for is going to reinforce specific behaviors and perspectives. Do you give extra incentives for people who sell the most products or do you place the emphasis on customer satisfaction scores? And you might say, yeah, but, you know, Travis, we got to make some money here, right? We got to actually be in business. Correct. But there's a difference between leading and lagging indicators. Making money is a lagging indicator. It's what happens when you do other things well. What you do that leads to making money is called a leading indicator. So if incentives are only designed for making money, then we are actually reinforcing a finite method of thinking. What can you do to today to improve your personal bottom line tomorrow? That's finite. In contrast to infinite, which is what can you do today that will benefit other people in the future? The difference being benefiting other people is how I improve my bottom line. That's how I actually get there. So what is it that contributes to benefiting other people? If I'm just looking at my bottom line, I'm not even thinking about other people. I can't even get to the things that actually improve my bottom line. Simon argues that this builds resilience into your business. And the more people that are concerned with helping others, the more likely they're going to make better long-term decisions. And believe it or not, we have to make sure that the incentives are properly aligned for this. And you might say again, well, that's nice, but I still need to make money now to make sure I'm in business long-term. Again, correct. But if you are in business long-term, think about the situation that you want to be in. Do you want to be hunting for the rest of your career? Do you want to be worried about somebody putting you out of business? Do you want to be eating only what you kill and hoping that game is plentiful? Or do you want it to get easier? Do you want it to get fun? Do you want it to be that business just walks in the door and begs you for your services and products? And this is a rhetorical question. You don't have to answer it because there's only one answer. So let's recap today's episode and wrap this up so you can get on with your day. To be inspired is to be filled with confidence and desire. Before we move on from people who we cannot inspire, we need to have courage and we need to look first at the situation and make sure that we are providing the environment that is necessary to properly foster inspiration in the first place. An inspirational environment is 80% systems, processes, education, training, and 20% people. What we build around our people will provide the incentives that drive their perspectives and behaviors. If we want sustainable long-term success, we need to focus on the leading indicators. Those are the things that we do that result in our desired outcomes. 
And this doesn't seem quite to tie everything together as far as how to inspire people. <clears throat> Until we realize that when people feel like they matter, when they can work on and contribute to something that matters, when they are rewarded for doing things that matter, they naturally gain confidence and the desire to do more. And that is literally the definition of being inspired.